And welcome to Oh, a podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you by Oa Rock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of Oa Rock. And I'm Michael Gray, the uh, head French fry eater of Oa Rock. Okay, I am absolutely going to challenge you on that one. There's no way. There's absolutely no way that you can be the head French fry eater. No, I'm sorry. I called it first. I don't. I don't need to you share with you it. anymore. Oh, you. You can have the curly it. fries. I hate curly fries. Well, then you can have steak uh, fries. Those are even worse. Those are like not even French fries. There, there's, there's too much potato to crispness in that ratio. It's, it's bad. <laughs> steak fries should be banned. You ever? I'm always so disappointed when I go to a restaurant. I order French fries and they pull, plop out these like thick, wobbly things. It's like, ugh, why did I even come here? Well, I, I guess those McDonald's. are fancier uh, to make. I've tried a couple Ugh, of recipes which are, are like those. I think it's uh, it. That's what potato chips used to be, just based on what my old recipes <laughs> from the sixties and seventies are. Which is basically, you take a potato, you slice it, and then you just slather it in butter, and then cook it. It's just no. It's it's too much potato. That's not the good part of the French fry. It's the crisp outer edge. Yeah, At least okay. I think so. <laughs> I would disagree. I, I don't know. It depends on which French fry is which. Uh, I don't know. I thought you said you liked Five Guys fries, and I thought their fries are the ones which are known for being more potato. Are they? Oh, I thought they were pretty good. No? I th- I think they're pretty hmm. good. I don't have any problem with yeah. them. I don't know. I'm, I guess... I, I think I tend to favor fast food style french fries over the fancy what the fancy people want you to eat at sit down restaurants yeah i'm always i'm just almost always disappointed by those well what always makes me disappointed is when i go to a place like red robin with uh you know unlimited french fries and then the waiter avoids me as often as possible He saw you coming. He knew you're the head French fry boy of yeah, uh, O'Rock Studios. I was wearing my t-shirt. He saw your, yeah, and, your and, badge. Uh, he ran yeah. the other direction. <laughs> what I always feel weird uh, about in a place like that is, you know, your meal comes with unlimited French fries, but then I have to wait like a half hour for my meal to show up. It's like, could you just bring the French fries right away? Yeah, like an appetizer French fry kind of thing. And then, yeah. and also after your meal and during your meal, yeah. That's, I mean, they should just I come back, do. you know, how waiters always come by with, like, a jug of water and refill your glasses. They should be doing that, but with French fries. That just kind of pouring amazing. them into your, onto your plate or whatever it is. Well, I know there's times I've, I've had to ask, you know, to get a refill on the French fries. It's taken, like, 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, uh, what's like, the point? Why doesn't that place have uh, the unlimited French fries going all the time if, they have unlimited french fries with every I, meal. I would assume they have them. Yeah, they they got to be just like 24/7 making the french fries. They should be available. Well, the place Ugh. I'm thinking of stopped their unlimited french fry promotion. So oh, it's, really? it's not a huge surprise oh. anymore. I'm like, Wait, Red, well, Red Robin did or a different place? Um, local place. You you wouldn't be able to get okay. it. I don't think it's out of state. Speaking of places which are only in yes. Oregon, um 
We've got a pizza place that serves your mashed potato pizza. <gasps> really? How did you try it yet? Pizza, pizza schmitza. No, that's not how you spell it. <laughs> it's pronounced pizza schmitza. And um, oh man, it, oh that's good. I I wasn't allowed to pick uh, the pizzas, uh, unfortunately. So uh, my wife went with. I think cheese and then just a plain pepperoni because she was trying. We were we were there in a big group, so uh, you know she was trying to get oh, yeah, pizzas okay. that everybody would like. But I wanted their alligator pizza and their uh, mashed potato <laughs> pizza. Uh, maybe just well, a want... slice of each would be good for me. <laughs> alligator pizza. It's um the it's alligator it's sausage, but it's made from alligators. Yeah. Where do you where do they source their alligators from in uh, Oregon? I don't know. <laughs> Pretty sure they have um, uh, alligator pot. Yep, it's alligator sausage. I don't Man. know where it comes uh, from. Okay, so when when we uh, get together to film our Oregon Trail FMV game, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask that we actually start there uh, and <laughs> get 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 both of those kinds of pizza. <laughs> it looks like there are this three is, of them. Yeah. Okay. So very, we'll, yeah. Can we, okay. Wait. Can we make the uh, Oregon Trail game? Can it be more about like the quest for the perfect pizza, and we travel across the country trying to find the best pizza in America? <laughs> That's a video game. That would be cool. I think there's one. There's actually one of these places in, um, gosh, the Willamette Valley. So um, you, you could actually try to. The what valley? Where's that? That's where you end in the Oregon Trail game. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay, this is promising. All right. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember. The Wait, wait, wait. It's the Oregano Trail. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yep, there it is. I had another idea for Pizza Delivery Boy, too. So that's... Yeah? Uh, I'll, I'll... <laughs> so I, I haven't seen my friend who works at the pizza place in forever. And uh, I'm I'm a little worried. I'm sure it means he just got a better job and, and went somewhere else. But I haven't seen him since like February, and I'm worried. And I thought, gee, wouldn't that be like the Pizza Delivery Boy sequel? It's trying to find out what happened to my only friend. At oh. The pizza <laughs> oh, but we didn't really like introduce a character that you were friends with in uh, Pizza Delivery Boy, though. We'd have to invent a new character for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Because Doug pretty much hated everybody there, if I recall. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm looking here. I'm trying to find their um, pizza that had the uh, mashed potatoes, but I don't see it. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, what if it was like a special that day? It's not something they regularly have. Steak and potato. <laughs> yeah. Steak and potato. Steak huh. and potato pizza. That's it. That also sounds really good. Pizza schmitz, I think I just uh, found it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the meat shop. <laughs> oh man this is uh i haven't been in the west coast since we moved away from california but this this seems like a reason to come back yeah well this is just uh just oregon i believe ours is near the bullwinkles oh you guys probably never had bullwinkles bullwinkles no it's like chuck e cheese except with rocky and bullwinkle Oh, it is. I was gonna. That's what I was gonna ask. If oh my gosh, I just found a video of it. Oh, now there's two things I have to go to Oregon to do. <laughs> Man, 
It was a chain. For some reason, ours survived. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, it only has three locations left. Oregon, Washington, and also Washington. Look at that. So let's uh, tell me about video games, Michael. What you been up to the past uh, couple months, actually? We missed last month. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got sick, so we weren't able to record uh. a podcast. Well, I've got some notes here. Uh so the story yeah. about uh, One Minute Mysteries, my, my game, One, Mis- One Minute Mysteries, came out. Yes. Hooray, everybody, go go buy yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah, I already bought it, played it, and beat it. It's a good game. I enjoyed it quite a bit. The mysteries were uh, were all really funny. <laughs> I'm glad. But it sounds like you yeah. had um, uh, problems with the last one. <laughs> I did find a bug. Yeah, so that, that was kind of embarrassing. So... <laughs> Uh, once you beat the entire game, you get five bonus mysteries, which are basically just mysteries that the testers and I decided to throw out. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'll save them at the end of the game as a bonus. That's what Professor Layton does, right? <laughs> Rather than just throw out the uh, throw out the terrible things that couldn't make it into the main game. Now it's downloadable content. Mm-hmm. So there were five uh, bonus mysteries, and uh, I accidentally put down a four instead of a five in the in the menu so when you clicked on mystery number five it, it sent you to mystery number four yeah so paul noticed this bug right away and um so i i sent in the fix right away it was really easy to uh fix because you just yeah, it's just one variable yeah to a four it's not yeah. that difficult so I don't think it's been updated you know i sent it in to the people to update it and i honestly don't think they did Oh, I, I did post the the mystery on my um Twitter feed, so I'm gonna move this on to my. I need to find it again, actually. But I'll try moving this on to my uh, Argelfunf game blog, so that way people can see it. People will be able to read what the the missing mystery was. Yeah. Well, I sent it in to the people to update it, and it, it sounds like they haven't updated it, and they're never going to. Oh. And so maybe do you think you should send them another email about it? If it sounds like it's been like a month or at least. You know, to be honest, I'm trying to find that email. I spent like <laughs> 15 minutes trying to find the email. <laughs> Are you sure you sent it, Shane? Yeah, I did because they sent me a response back telling me to download this version and i did and i've got that version downloaded to my computer but the person sounded kind of angry all of their sentences were oh. um commands rather than uh, you know just oh you need to do it this way it's more don't do this do this this <laughs> like, okay I'm, I'm kind of scared to send a message back to be honest but yeah, no, I downloaded the thing that um, that he told me to download. So well. I know I got his email and followed his orders. Well, maybe someday. Yeah, who knows? Maybe a year from now they'll actually uh, update the game and then uh, it will be great. So the sad news is the game is not selling Oh, come on! As well as I thought it would be. Uh, I love this one. It's one of my favorite games of yours that I've played. Oh, I'm angry. Give you some perspective. So, uh, the Courtingham has been a, a Pride and Prejudice game. I'm not sure if. Am I allowed to reveal how many copies it sold the first month? In the first month, it sold. Holy games. cow! 
And in the first month, One Minute Mystery sold... Oh, wow. Jeez, apparently Pride and Prejudice is the way to go, I guess. I know. <laughs> yeah, next, I guess that's the takeaway here. One of my next projects here. is Pride and Prejudice, I guess, yeah. yeah. Here's here's a question. Would the sequel to One Minute Mysteries be One Minute Mysteries 2, or would it be Two Minute Mysteries? It would be One Minute Mysteries 2. Ah, oh. <laughs> I want you to eventually get to, like, 46 Minute Mysteries. <laughs> well, Two Minute Mysteries is, uh... I don't know if it's copyrighted or not. Hmm. So I know with Two Minute Mysteries, he wrote Two Minute Mysteries... More two-minute mysteries. Oh, okay. Even more two-minute mysteries. I think that was it. It was a trilogy. <laughs> Ari couldn't figure out what to title the fourth one, and so decided not to write it. Sure, sure. So, so yeah. So, I mean, that's the only reason I called it one-minute mysteries. Otherwise, yeah. I would have called it two-minute mysteries. Oh, because... yeah, look at that. Your, um, your game is, like, number three if you search for one-minute mysteries on Google. That's cool. Nice, yeah. I think that would yeah. help it. Well, that's what happened with One Minute Mysteries. I'm desperately hoping they will have have it done at some point. Yeah. Oh, that's that's sad. Uh, well, yeah, it's very sad indeed. Yeah, I guess that's the the benefit of doing like the stuff we do through Steam is that if there's a glitch, like I can just upload a new build and and fix it like right away or as soon as my internet upload speed will allow. Anyway. Uh, if you have to go through a different person, like a different person, a different organization, then you're going to see this kind of lag or perhaps inaction. Yeah, I'd say in this case, it's definitely inaction would be probably the best <laughs> oh. for it. Yeah, well, I guess there's nothing I can do about it besides just, like I said, post it on my blog and you know, people that are really that desperate will want to see it. It doesn't look like the game is selling so super well that there are a hundred people trying to trying to see what happened with that final mystery. Mm-hmm. So that was a fun adventure. That was kind of a sad adventure, but yeah, uh, <laughs> like somebody discovered a bug within like three days. I got the update in right away, and nothing. <laughs> Maybe that's what our tagline should be: the podcast about adventures in game development, the adventures Ooh. in indie game development, something like that. Hmm. Because we do talk about playing games, but it's not its not as big a component of the podcast. Yeah, maybe I'll give that a shot next month, see how it feels. Anyway, um, anything, anything else you've been working on this month? Another thing I have in my notes to talk about is that yeah. <laughs> someone wrote a, a trilogy of uh, historical mysteries about Abigail Adams. Okay. I know I mentioned, wouldn't it be cool to write a game like Benjamin Franklin... The... Oh, wasn't it like the Philadelphia Murders, something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, something yeah, like that. yeah. Benjamin Franklin, <laughs> the Philadelphia Murders, and somebody somebody wrote a, a trilogy of books about Abigail Adams solving murder mysteries in awesome. Boston. So, <laughs> uh, well, see, we always we always talk about what what licenses we should get to make games about that. See, that seems that seems more our speed, uh, assuming they're not like published with Random House or something. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Let, let's steal there. Oh, no. May, maybe they have a copy of the text on oh, the Oh, it literally... I think it actually is <laughs> Penguin Random House. <laughs> I searched for Abigail Adams Mysteries, and that's the first thing that comes up. <laughs> wow. Oh, is my face red? Oh, dear. Yep, yep, that's it. Oh, my that, God. Yeah, all right. 
I was well, sort of well, hoping it was more like Amazon self-published. Like we could, uh, we could get uh, what is it, stay-at-home detective, for example. Like that's uh, that's the sort of author we could work with. Self self-published. I don't think we've been actually asking anybody. Uh, no, we have. Yeah, uh, yeah. If we get popular and rich, I don't know. <laughs> I imagine at some point you become rich and popular, and then you know anybody you ask, they say yes, of course, we'd love for you to make a game based off our stuff. Like I don't know if Telltale was ever that popular. Yeah, well, I mean, they got Back to the Future and uh, Jurassic Park. Those are those are two huge franchises. Yeah, but. You have to wonder if the the question was them going to Jurassic oh, Park and asking yeah. Universal, pretty please, would you give us these things? Or was it they went to Universal and said, hey, we'd totally love to do this. And Universal says, great, let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, How much begging was on their part, <laughs> I guess? <laughs> I wonder if it was like, okay, you can have Back to the Future, but you also have to make a Jurassic Park game. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Poor, poor Telltale. Oh, this is the sad podcast. What's that? What's some happy news? Um, I got I got a couple updates on Internet Court and Cat President too. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. tell that because I, yeah. I have notes and I just I don't know even I don't even know what they are. So all right, yeah. So um, uh, my my summer of never ending contract work has finally come to an end, so I'm able to focus a lot more on our games now. Um, so Internet Court, I I'd finally, finally got the music added to case number two, which is the, the sort of roadblock I'd been working on for a little while. Uh, so that's done, and I'm I'm getting deep into uh, putting together case number three now. I've got the intro and the first scene, and, and we're, we're trucking right along. I just got to the first objection, I think. Uh, and it's moving, moving much faster now, and it's going well. Oh my gosh, so I'm going to have to actually get the person to record for uh, case number... <laughs> yeah, case number four, I'm still waiting for your footage, man. Or not your personal footage, but your, your friend's footage. Yep, I'll be able to do that now, so that's... that's Yeah, good. yeah, we're, we're, we're getting to it. Yeah, you, I know you sent me um, case uh, two of Internet Court, and it's on my list of things to look yeah. at. I haven't been able to look at it yet. I took uh, I took a brief look at the uh, the outtakes for case number two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you enjoy them? Were it. they Was it funny at all? I liked I really... it. Okay, <laughs> I can't stand outtakes with me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, because that's sort of something I've been wondering, and I guess I'll find out once I finish case number three and four. Is if I should be doing a separate outtake reel for each individual case or just the game as a whole? So I guess if you know case number three, for example, doesn't have any funny outtakes, then that might make me rethink doing them for each case. Um, we'll find out. I don't know. I enjoy making them. <laughs> I, hope, I hope people get some value out of them. They're uh, they're just uh, right now in the current build of the game. You can just access them automatically, but they're ultimately going to be things that you unlock after finishing the case, um, which makes more sense. It, it would be silly to be watching like the outtakes for case number four if you haven't even started the game yet, for example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it would probably like spoil who some of the characters are that appear yes. in, in these cases as well. Yes, it absolutely would. Um. So yeah, I don't really have any any other details about uh, the game right now. It's just that it's it's. I finally got this train moving forward again after after uh, uh, a kind of a rough summer. 
Um, so that's exciting. Uh, Cat President 2, kind of the same story there. Didn't get a lot done the summer, but now we're, we're moving full steam ahead to continue the train metaphor. Um, uh, I forget where we were when we talked about it last, uh, but now the entire intro is, I think, 100% complete. Uh, and this is news for you, Michael. Uh, I think I'm up to, uh, chapter seven of the first pathway. So Whoa, I'm kind of, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> flying through this. Um, part of that is because um, I'm still waiting on photographs for some of the human characters, so I am going to have to go back and, once I receive those, edit them in Photoshop and, and, and place them in the game. So that'll that'll take a little time to go back and do, but uh, it's definitely like, this is a, this is a fast-moving game. I think I remember that from last time, too. Um, just because so much of the game is just dialogue. Um, I, I try to do what I can to break up the dialogue with, you know, moving characters around, goofy sound effects, stuff like that. But it's still just a lot of dialogue most of the time. So not not super challenging for uh, coding. Yeah, no, I mean, that's great. Uh, I'm glad yeah. it, it, it's going. I kind of wish that we had held off on one or two of the characters because now the, I guess, presidential race is getting interesting. Oh, yeah. Been- we we could have like thrown in references, I guess, to cool stuff that's happening. If any cool stuff is actually happening, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's something we could. Because I mean, I'm not going to be like coding the sixth pathway for a while yet. So, um, if we decide to do a cat president three, maybe that's something we should we should think about more. Uh, is del- is delaying the writing a little more than than we did this time, and and that's that's on me. I think I was the one who who pressured you into <laughs> starting to write it whenever we did. Um, so maybe we could, yeah, well, yeah, start it a but, little later next time. I mean, we also had our guesses as to who was going to run, and yeah. um, I think one of them was wrong. Well, one of them I feel pretty good about the uh, the candidate who. Oh, I guess ah, fine. Well, I won't say it. I'll I'll, I'll say it to you. The candidate who's I think yes. we nailed that one pretty well. <laughs> because all four of the leaders are... Yes! Are... So, I was going to say... Uh, so, in lieu of working on O'Rock Studios projects, because I feel like I- I've written up a-, a good block of stuff in advance, I uh, started with Who's Clues? I, I remembered this... I-, I-, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, that my friend... Um, Abby, she made a, a, a game, yes, the Murder yeah. at Chateau de Rouge. So, uh, you know, I I helped her out a little bit, and uh, you know, so I talked with her, and we decided we we're going to make our own game together, kind of. And so that's okay. what I've been working on. We're doing like a Pride and Pre- it's Pride and Prejudice and Murder, which was um, <laughs> not what I was planning to do, but it, it was on my list of games to maybe make eventually and she wanted that one so it's an extremely good name so i like it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i've been working on that i i finished the uh the the mr wickham pathway so that was that was fun and uh, we're going to try to get that done through a choice of games because apparently pride and prejudice stuff sells well there yeah. or at least like 10 good times call. better than uh yeah. Uh, one minute mysteries and then you don't have to do that much art too yeah well then it makes me wonder uh, what if mixing mysteries into the mix uh you know makes pride and prejudice less popular i don't know 
Well, people really liked uh, that Pride and Prejudice and Zombies book that came out a while ago. They do. They did seem to like it. I read it. I couldn't stand it very much, really. (laughs) They made it into a movie, too, though, so, you know, fingers crossed. It would be better as a movie, I would say. I think think it would be better as a movie, because then you'd have more, like, action scenes and stuff like that, as opposed to uh, the book, which is basically, it's just Pride and Prejudice, and every now and then zombies show up, and you can't. You can't really make it work. I don't know. You haven't read Pride and Prejudice, but there's a lot of people <laughs> sitting around doing nothing slash people sitting around just talking to each other, really. It, you know, it, I I enjoy the book, but there are definitely lots of places where you can skip ahead five chapters and nothing's happened. Really. <laughs> nothing's happened uh, plot-wise, anyway. So, yeah. So, that's, that's something I've been working on. Um, it's just taken me forever to write. It's, a, it's um, a long game. It's this this Pride and Prejudice and uh, Murder. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm really glad that I'm writing half and she's writing half. But Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so we took a long time to uh, come up with the notes and the outline and everything like that. So, uh, it's going to have four different pathways... And, yeah, I think that's about all I can say at the moment. I don't know if it would be spoilers or anything, but... Yeah, it's basically, we're going to try to get all the character. I don't think there's, like, any character we forgot to to bring in, but... um, Yeah, story's basically... Somebody gets murdered on their wedding day, uh, or right before they're going to get married, somebody gets murdered, and we have to figure out who got killed. I mean, we have to figure out who the murderer is. <laughs> It'd be really easy to figure out who the dead who got person killed. is. That's a way better mystery, yeah. That's an easy mystery, I think. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's what I was just about to ask. Are you are you killing off? I, again, I guess you can't tell me this yet because it would be spoiler. But I'm wondering if you're killing off like one of the major characters from the book, or if it's going to be like a random person. I'll say it's a character who has been in every single adaptation of the Okay. The book. Oh, so interesting. So I don't know if that counts as a... Yeah, no, that counts as a major character. I don't think we have the minor characters, like the gardeners. Yeah. Uh, who are like the random cousins who basically exist only to uh, invite our person on vacation. It, they invite Elizabeth on vacation with them. Um, and that's just an excuse so she can run into her love interest, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Otherwise, she has. There's no reason why she would ever be anywhere near this guy's house and accidentally run into him, considering they live on opposite sides of the country. Which just kind of begs the question: Why didn't they live closer together? It would have been easier on the ah, author, I suppose. It's not that big of a country, anyway, right? So, um, yeah, that's just taking up all my time, all my writing time. Is that particular project, mm-hmm. and uh. I feel bad because it took way longer than I expected it to take. Um, so it took me like two to three extra weeks to, to finish this one pathway. And I'm like, ah, no, why? Because <laughs> I'm only about halfway through all of the stuff that I need to write for my half of the game. So I guess we could say I wrote about a quarter of the game um, in the past month and a half or so. And I'll, sound bad to me. Yep, so I decided I'm going to take a break, and I'll come back to it uh, afterwards. I want to finish uh, the Kidnap Prom Queen first. I want to finish that, because I'm on the final pathway for that game. So I, I want to finish that. Oh, I don't think I mentioned this. Uh, a bunch of testers found the, the secret ending. I, I wrote a placeholder for the secret ending, 
for the kidnapped prom queen. And of course, all the testers found it. So <laughs> that's great. It's so much harder to sneak stuff into games like that than I ever thought it would be. <laughs> it was just a placeholder document. So, uh, uh, but it's supposed to be you only see that uh, when you beat all three pathways. And so the testers just uh, played the game three times in a row. <laughs> yeah. Why are you replaying the same pathway three times? Well, you're a tester. Well, okay, fine. Thank you for yeah, being a that's, good, thorough tester. That's fair. Yeah, well, these testers missed the uh, the, the bug in your other games. So. I hmm. know. One of my testers commented on that. I think that was, let's see. I'm ashamed to say I don't think I caught that. <laughs> I that's very reading. disappointing. You know, it was the very last mystery of, like, 55. I'm pretty sure that's it. I don't know. Mm. It was my fault for putting down a 4 instead of a 5. It was it was my fault for copy-pasting. Typing out everything hand-by-hand hand is terrible, though. So, um... It is what it is. And like I said, it's just a, it's a, it's a shame there's no streamlined way for you to send updates in instead of having to go through other people and, and hope it happens. Yeah, go through other people yeah. who send it to other people who then yeah. send it to other people because there are yeah. at least two people on the, uh, the chain. And I know neither of them is probably working for the Google App Store or the iTunes App Store, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, why do you why do you think I like making my own games so much? <laughs> I can be in charge of this stuff. Ugh. So I have here on my notes. Um, I shared this on Twitter, unless I'm mistaken. Like a, a Groundhog Day candidates. Oh yeah, I like that idea a lot. I have no idea how it worked, but I really like it. Yeah, I like the idea of is like the movie Groundhog Day, where the person yes. relives the same day of their campaign. <laughs> or no, they relive That's the really good. They relive their same campaign over and over and over again. Oh, oh, that sounds painful. Until they become president. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's the number one pathway. If we ever do Cat President Three, I want that one right at the top. I want to do that one, too, because unlike the movie Groundhog Day, it seems to have a really built-in ending, if that makes sense. Yes. It's not just like you you live your perfect day and, and help out everyone and get the girl in the end. Like it's I mean, it's not it's not as like vaguely the, the terms of of the curse are not as vaguely defined. Yeah, it's very much it well yeah. defined. Yeah. Set objective. Ugh. Oh, I'm I'm drooling of uh, thinking of this idea. Please, yeah, please do this. I'm just I'll I'll have to think it out, but that sounds great. What's my other suggestion? I'm like watching the debate. It's like, oh man, yeah. I thought murder mystery. I'm like, okay, what happens if one of the candidates <laughs> dies in front of the entire country during the debate? Oh yes, that would be such oh, a cool so murder mystery. Are there political uh, murder mysteries? I mean, I'm sure there are. Uh, so wait, here's the question though. Would the, the person who dies, would they be the candidate, like your character for that pathway? Like it's the, uh, you know, DJ Nibbles pathway and DJ Nibbles is the one who dies or would it be like a different candidate dies? Gosh, I didn't even think of it in terms of uh cat present. I just thought in terms of like a normal oh, yeah. <laughs> mystery thriller. Oh, sure, okay, so sure, I'm checking sure. Here. Uh, political mysteries are all just thrillers, so these are all just political thrillers, basically, with yeah. maybe a hint of mystery. 
thriller and mystery are two very very close genres. So, but um, no, I think I think I've I've read some. There's like this long running detective series that I or no, not sorry, it's not not detective. He's kind of he's a lawyer, I think. But I think at some point he ends up taking a case in D.C. about uh, some some political person getting killed, and then he ends up as a senator somehow, and then solves murder mysteries while he's a senator. <laughs> Something like that. He just somehow became a senator, and <laughs> yeah. then... <laughs> and then, yeah, it's a pretty good series, actually. <laughs> Too bad I don't remember what it's called. There we go. It's, it's the Ben Kincaid series by uh, William Bernhardt. That's what it was. Yeah, and I'm seeing uh, Tom Clancy has his own um, series. I know he's a famous author, so is David Baldacci. So I guess yeah. there are multiple thriller writers who have written their own political murder mystery things. So you weren't even thinking of the murder mystery as a as a pathway for a future Cat President game. You were just thinking of like it being its own, like not even necessarily game, like a story. Yeah, because I tried doing a, a yeah. murder mystery for the Rover DLC for the original Cat President. That's right. And I thought that yeah. was a lot of fun, but it's not a serious murder mystery in the slightest. It's it's mostly a bunch of silly jokes. I have uh, everybody teams up because Rover is a dog. I have them make a, a Scooby Doo joke. I, I believe <laughs> they have the dog with all the humans trying to solve the mystery. They split up and search for clues, and uh, the victim was killed with a copy of the Constitution. <laughs> I uh, I thought that was a cool idea. Uh, I'm really stuck on who the um, who the victim would be. Like I'm, I'm picturing a pathway where it's it's sort of normal for the first couple chapters. And then the character that you're playing with in that pathway gets shot dead, and then you continue from there trying to solve the murder. And I'm not sure what the end game is exactly. It would be hard to figure out what, um... Yeah. Like, oh, actually, no, you know what it would be? You know what it would be? You know what it would be is um, there, there have been times when uh, candidates have died during the campaign, but, like, they still win the office. That's what it would be. It would be about you campaigning for this dead person <laughs> and still trying to get them to win. Oh, man, this is good, too. Uh. Dead candidate wins election. Yep, that's a suggested yeah, thing. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm not sure how often that happens. It would happen in Oregon because... Um, we all vote by mail in Oregon. It, there's no right, polling, right. There's no polling places. We all vote by mail, so we get our stuff like a month in advance. And so often, I don't know how often, but it happened in the last election where somebody had dropped out of the race and they still won our state because we all <laughs> voted as soon as we got our ballots. I mean, oh, that's funny. It was someone in like the primary. Yeah, it was in the primary. I mean, that's what happened. Yeah. To me too is that you know i got my ballots like i don't need to wait another month there's only like three <laughs> or so candidates left i i know which one i like the most yeah because uh you know that's that's part of the the problem of being like voting three months after everybody else it's like two to three months in there's there's not much uh, choice you, i mean there's there's not much room for us to change our opinions i suppose Oh, we vote in April next year in the primary. Oh, has okay. it been decided? Um, blah, blah, blah. Governor Cuomo approved legislation last week making April 28th the date when voters will cast their primary ballots. So okay. ours is May 19th. Yeah. Ugh. So, uh, yeah. So by the time it comes to us, it won't, it, we won't have anybody else. <laughs> 
Well, I think I, I probably talked about this before, but I'm torn between like wanting to have the most options and wanting to have just like the realistic options, you know? Because like I feel like if the vote if we voted in like January, there'd still be a bunch of people running who have no hope of 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 winning, and and maybe that's not a good use of my vote. By April, it's going to be down to like the the serious candidates. But then again, maybe the people I would have wanted to vote for won't be there anymore, and maybe my vote could have helped them stay in the race. So, so I just looked up uh, uh, RenPy boards doing an Oregon Trail type of game in RenPy. That would be amazing. I want to see if I can do that. I don't know if they have like the code for the original Oregon Trail available. Somebody has to have been able to to hack it or something like that. I guess, but people people are still selling that code. They're still selling those games. Um. Okay. Not, yeah. Not public domain. Darn. 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 Well, I'm still I'm still thinking, man. The Oregano Trail. It's all about the Oregano Trail. <laughs> I was just saying, if that was uh, the case, we could easily just slap a bunch of cat president references on there. <laughs> the campaign trail. And it's like, okay, so you're, you're oh, trying to get yeah. through the states, I guess. All right. Uh, should we should we go into listener questions, do you think? Sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> They're all from the same person. So. Um, this question comes to us from Alicia V. Parker. Uh, she wants to know, is anyone else in your family interested in gaming like you are, or are you the only one? Nobody else cares. Nobody watches my video walkthroughs. <laughs> uh, oh. My wife very much wants oh. to keep my, uh, you know, professional life and my personal life uh, separate. I guess I don't okay. know if I phrased that correctly, but it's just <laughs> like I, I, I want to be married to you, not your business. How's that? That's a nicer way of putting it. She doesn't want to be married to Mr. Arglefump? I don't know why! Mr. Arglefump's a... No, he's a terrible person. But... <laughs> uh, she doesn't like it when I make jokes about Mr. Arglefump. It's just like, why are... It's like, all your Mr. Arglefump jokes are... Number one, they're just terrible boss jokes, which have been done for decades. And number two, it's just you putting yourself down. She's like, I don't like either of those style of jokes. Oh. Well, she just she just doesn't want you to be to be down on yourself, I suppose. I guess, but yeah, just because a lot of or teenagers, she just doesn't think it's very funny. Yeah, <laughs> just because I get a lot of comments from teenagers, so um, mm -hmm. that that's sort of what inspires a lot of a a angry jokes, I suppose. Because I still get angry messages from people. It's like, why haven't you released Nancy Drew Midnight in Salem? <laughs> it's been five years. It's a it's great like, question. I why? Don't make the video games. Uh, we really should have jumped in and just released Francie Drew. Uh, Midnight. <laughs> Twelve o'clock in Boston or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we missed a chance. That would have been pretty funny. I know that the Miss Clue people did their own game, uh, which takes place in Salem during the Salem Witch Trials. And it's oh, that's kind funny. of terrible, though. <laughs> So one one uh, uh, section of the game is just like a huge, huge monologue. I'm talking like seven straight minutes of a character talking to themselves. It, uh, it was ugh. Yeah. Um. As as for my family, um, I've talked about this plenty of times. Uh, my wife is just as into video games as I am. Uh, she's not a developer really per se, but uh, a big big part of her. Uh, 
her career, her job is doing academic research into the music of video games. She helps organize uh, an annual conference on music and video games. That's what she she did her dissertation on games like Flower and Ocarina of Time. So, um, but outside of that, like my parents never cared about video games that much. Um, I th- I think my nephews play Fortnite. <laughs> uh, my brother plays uh, baseball simulators on Steam. I've seen that come up. But oh, those are pretty cool. I uh, guess I don't know. I've never played a baseball simulator. <laughs> he's he's had a team going since like I, I uh, for like twenty years. I think he's been doing this simulator. Like I think it's cool. It's actually kind of cool because he he's put. I, I don't know how much he wants me to share about this, but he's put like friends and family members on his team and. Uh, uh, he's been running it for so long that I was on his team, but I'm now a member of the Hall of Fame <laughs> in the game, <laughs> which I think is kind of cool. Uh, let's see, another question from Alicia V. Parker. What is your favorite gaming system of all time? That's a hard one to say. Um, I really like the GameCube controller. I think I had more fun playing Nintendo oh, 64 games. Um, the Wii and the Switch are both pretty great. Um, yeah, I've only played like one. Nintendo ones. Okay, PC. <laughs> I'll play them all. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good choice because you can get basically everything on there. <laughs> <laughs> but also, that's like where you get your Nancy Drew game, so that makes sense. Yep. Yep. Uh, but anyway, yeah, um, my, my favorite system, uh, I'm pretty sure it's still the Super Nintendo, uh, mostly for nostalgia reasons, if I'm honest, but it also has... A lot of my all-time favorite games, like Secret of Mana uh, and Super Mario World, Turtles in Time, <laughs> lots of lots of really great stuff on there. Um, but also a shout out to the PlayStation Vita uh, for having lots of really cool visual novels on it. Like I think I I have a Vita, and I think the only things I've ever played on it are visual novels. Uh, it's fun for for playing them on the go. Too bad they don't make games for it anymore. Yeah, I I thought the PlayStation Vita seemed kind of cool, but I I never picked one up. Uh, but there were like at least two yeah, games well. that I, I wanted to uh, play on it. So yeah, it's it's a it really is. It's a great little portable visual novel device, and and probably lots of also other games too. But <laughs> um, all right, well we can do. Uh, let's do one more. Uh, also from Alicia V. Parker, what is your least favorite gaming system? Oh, um, what you got? Gosh, you know I. I've never played a Super Nintendo. Um, oh come on! Oh, so you're fired. Let's go with Wii That's U. It. That's the one everybody loves to hate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Wii U. The NES is okay. Ugh. For for me, um, yeah, I I don't know. I've I've never really liked <laughs> like what I would consider to be very old systems, like pre NES. I I feel like a, Atari. Uh, ColecoVision and television, like they never really clicked with me, um, just because, probably because I didn't play them when they were originally out. I only played them afterwards when they were weird and old. Yeah, I feel like, um, um I know people are complaining when the DS first came out. When the DS first came out, it was kind of terrible because every game had to have like the touchscreen with the stylus and you, you could not work <laughs> the buttons and the touchscreen. And, you know, I can't hold it with two hands and use a third hand to use the stylus. At the same time. Well, they always had to have gimmicks like, all right, now you got to blow on the screen, mm. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, so that was that was kind of a yeah. pain, but uh, eventually the games grew out of it, so... Um, <laughs> I don't know, did you think it was a gimmick uh, when Phoenix Wright did that um, for a couple of cases? Yes. Totally was. Yes, I okay. did. 
Do you yeah. think it was a gimmick <laughs> when you got to, um, what was it? 3D modeling of the evidence where you could spin it around and look at it from different angles? Um, no, I, f- I felt like that kind of made sense in the context of, like, that didn't feel out of place. The, the, yeah, the, that's been yeah, in the other f- adventure games. Definitely was yeah. the King's Quest series. But the part where you would, like, uh, put out the, what, the fingerprint dust and then have to physically blow it away. I mean, it was kind of cool, but it was 100% a gimmick. Yeah. And also, I ran into a lot of trouble when I was uh, replaying that game. Did I talk about this when I was replaying the game right after I had uh, my wisdom teeth taken out? Uh, And I I was at a part where you had to blow on the screen and I couldn't do it. (laughs) Because I had all this stuff in my mouth and my mouth wasn't, was weak. (laughs) It was too weak to blow. I, I had to hold the the system up to a a table a fan to, <laughs> to do what that I part. Was going for. to say, yeah, that's what I did. I held it up to a fan because my my poor mouth couldn't handle it. Oh, uh, so 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 the DS, your least favorite system? No, Is that what I was going to say DS. I was just saying these those are typical systems that people um, dislike slash would complain about. Oh, sure. About. Um, I'd also throw the Game Gear under the bus. Sorry, Game Gear. I that and like the Sega Saturn. I've owned both of them at various points, and I don't think I've ever had a game that like justified buying them. Just not. There's just nothing there. I'm sorry, guys. I tried. I just I don't like Nights into Dreams. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So I think I'll play it safe and just go with Wii U. That was my <laughs> my answer. Ah. Uh... But uh, all the Wii U games look great on a fantastic system like the Switch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my friend keeps giving me crap because he bought, like, he didn't do the Wii U, so now he's buying all the ports on the Switch, and all the ports are obviously way better. Like, friggin', when I bought Mario Kart on the Wii U, I had to, like, later purchase DLC for it that let me play as Link and all that stuff, and then that just came on the cartridge for him, he didn't have to pay extra. That's and also, terrible. he got, the Switch got, like, a legit battle mode that the Wii U version just flat out didn't get at all. So that's cool. I'm not entirely sure. I've never really tried the battle mode. Um, ah, it's fun. So it's it's fun and worth trying. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I've enjoyed the Mario Kart battle mode since, like, N64. I think, I've, I think it's always pretty fun. Oh, uh, you know, I've never played any of the other Mario Karts, yeah. which is weird because I have that's Mario upsetting. Kart 64. <laughs> That's extremely upsetting. No, so like the, what they normally do is, I mean, you're you're in an arena and shooting turtle shells at each other, that kind of stuff. But mm. uh, in the Wii U version, they didn't design special courses for this, so you're driving on the race courses trying to take each other out, and it's just it's nonsense. It doesn't work at all. Like it's it's a racetrack. It's not meant for it's not meant for arena battles. So the Switch got actual arenas for it, uh, but us us poor people who tried to support Nintendo's dream early on, just got kind of the short end of the stick to, to keep it PG. Well, here's another complaint. Um, yeah. So with uh, Harvest Moon, oh my gosh, uh, the Harvest Moon for the Switch, I think they're... Um, uh, so they released it for a Switch. They released the, uh, the port for the Wii U version, and now they're releasing um, the port for the Wii U version with the DLC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, and they're calling it, like, special mode or something. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, I actually still have more Wii U games than I have Switch games. Like, 
I didn't get a ton of games for the Wii U, but the ones I got were all really good, except for the Super Mario Kart Battle Mode. Like, I love all the Mario games on there. Right, Lizzo? Wii U? Good games? What? Yeah, she gave a thumbs up. Sorry, Lizzo walked into the room, so I was getting her opinion on the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, no, these games seem great. It feels like some of the um, the ports are just them... I wouldn't say lazy, but yeah. like you said, they, they throw in like one thing and say, okay, yeah. guess what? It's a, it's a new special edition. Well, so it's, it's because they know... Funky yeah. Kong. <laughs> and, uh, it's because they know nobody bought the Wii U, though, so they can release all these games and people like my friend are playing them all for the first time because the Wii U basically didn't happen for the amount of people that bought it. It was just such a, such a poor seller that they can release all these games and it's, and it's like releasing them for the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think that about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Argelfump, spelled exactly as it sounds. You can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io, or just visit oarock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is Dead Monster by March of the Danger Men. You can check them out on SoundCloud. And finally... If you have any questions about game development or our games specifically, we would love to hear them. Email them to podcast at com. Michael, is there anything that you would like to add? If somebody who can update One Minute Mysteries on the <laughs> Google Play Store is listening, please, please do so. <laughs> well, on that note, bye everyone. Bye. I can't believe now it makes sense that you told me that thing was the people's eyebrow. <laughs> yeah, that's why so he's, now he's that, the people. Now yeah. that shirt makes sense. <laughs> well, yeah, he's he was the people's champ first, and then he when he was doing the eyebrow, he started calling it the people's eyebrow, and he has a move he does where he drops an elbow on someone called the people's elbow. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, but then, wait, but then, Michael, when he was a bad guy, he turned corporate, and then he was the corporate champ, and he did the corporate eyebrow and the corporate elbow. <laughs>